0: We're back with some more college basketball action here for Thursday, February 9th. Got another solid slate of games on tap for today, so let's jump right into it. Now, we started today's to show off in the Horizon League as Detroit takes on Milwaukee. Detroit comes into this game as the 236th overall team in the Hotsubit Power Ranking. Milwaukee is the 292nd overall team. And, you know, overall this season, Milwaukee is much improved from where we saw this team a season ago. Bart Lundy taking over as head coach um, has really got this team turned around and going into the right direction. Um, they do come into this game, though, following the loss against Green Bay on Monday night, going. overtime in that one as far as detroit mercy they've also been a fairly good team this season you know coming to this game on a two-game winning streak overall they're six and eight in horizon link play but it's a detroit team that has done a good job shooting the basketball this season a 51.7 effective field goal percentage of the season and they're hitting 39.1 percent from beyond the arc they're actually the ninth best three-point shooting team in the entire nation this season um, well, Milwaukee maybe isn't quite that good They've still been a solid shooting team this season Milwaukee a 51.3 Effective field goal percentage on the season And they're hitting 35.2% From beyond the arc BJ Freeman has really been a great Shot scorer and a great player for this Milwaukee team all season long Leads them with 16.5 Points per game um, Offensively certainly not a bad Milwaukee team By any means and defensively Milwaukee Is at a huge advantage coming into this game You know they come into this one 187th in defensive efficiency, which in its own right isn't crazy good by any means. Um, But compared to Detroit, who's 331st, certainly Milwaukee's at a major advantage shot defense-wise. Milwaukee is just leaps and bounds better, only giving up a 47.4 effective field goal percentage to their opponents, while Detroit Mercy allowing a 53.3 effective field goal percentage. Detroit also giving up 37.3% from beyond the arc when well, Milwaukee's held their opponents to 30.1% from beyond the arc. Overall, it's a Milwaukee team that likes to push tempo, likes to push pace, get up and down the court. They're the 21st fastest team in the entire nation. I think you combine that with how well their defense has been, how bad the Detroit defense has been, I think Milwaukee wins this game, bounces back after the Green Bay loss, taking Milwaukee minus two here against Detroit. Now we head to the Big Ten for the next game here on Thursday's show. Northwestern taking on Ohio State. Northwestern comes into this game. It's the 70th overall team in the to bit Power Ranking. Ohio State is the 39th overall team. And Overall, it's just an Ohio State team that has really struggled here in conference play. Coming to this game with only one win in their last ten games, um, a win against Iowa. In that one, you know, overall, while they did beat Northwestern on the road um, in their first meeting, it's just an Ohio State team that has really been struggling as of late. And Northwestern, outside of you know the loss to Ohio State and, and you know some some losses to some of the top teams in the conference, they've actually played pretty well in Big Ten play seven and five overall now obviously the northwestern offense hasn't been the best this season only a set 47.2 effective field goal percentage on the season Um, and northwestern is also only hitting 31.6 percent from beyond the arc certainly compared to ohio state just stat wise ohio state has been the much better shooting team this season and and offensively speaking ohio state is the more solid team 15th in offensive efficiency they're shooting a 51.8 effective field goal percentage on the season and hitting 37.6 percent from beyond the arc but the allure of Northwestern is always going to be on the defensive side of things and really when you break down what Northwestern has done this season, when they're able to stop their opponents from just shooting the lights out and playing solid defense, um, it's a Northwestern team that has been very, very strong this season. Northwestern comes into this game 34th in the country in defensive efficiency. Ohio State is the 87th overall team um, and purely speaking shot defense wise, Northwestern is it you know, crazy better than Ohio State. Northwestern a 47.7 effective field goal percentage on the season. Ohio State giving up a 47 effective field goal percentage. Northwestern is also allowing 35.2% From beyond the arc, Ohio State giving up 30.4% from beyond the arc. But one area that I've really liked this Northwestern team all season long is in the turnover department defensively. It's a Northwestern team that does a really good job forcing turnovers. They're forcing turnovers on 20.7% of their opponent's possessions, um, much better than Ohio State, who's only forcing them on 16.6% of their opponent's possessions. Offensively, two very evenly matched teams. Northwestern turns the ball over on 15.5% of their possessions. Ohio State, 15.9. Um, But overall, coming into this game, even on the road, even against a team they already lost to once at home, five and a half points is just too much for this Northwestern team. It is an Ohio State team that has really struggled this season, has not done a good job here in conference plan. While Northwestern certainly isn't the top of the Big Ten by any means. Defensively, they're a very strong team. They come into this game following a great road win at Wisconsin. Um, and going into Columbus in this game, I think it's a Northwest team that's Western team that's able to keep it close, able to keep it competitive, Taking them plus five and a half here against Ohio State. Next up on the card, we head to Conference USA as Charlotte takes on UTEP. Charlotte comes into this game as the 157th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. UTEP is the 152nd overall team. And overall, it's a Charlotte team and a UTEP team, for that matter, um, who have kind of been struggling as of late. Charlotte comes into this game on a three-game losing streak. UTEP on a four-game losing streak. Overall, both four and eight here in conference play. Really neither season that either one of these teams wanted to have. Um, But it's a Charlotte team that especially early in the season i was very impressed with and yeah certainly they have dealt with some injuries um obviously you know khalif being out the the past few games has really hurt this charlotte team but offensively they're still very very strong even without him on the court a 54.5 effective field goal percentage and they're shooting 36.7 percent from beyond the arc and you know bryce williams is a great guard um outside of khalif being out you know Twelve point eight points per game this season for him, and, and overall, it's a Charlotte team that offensively um, has just played some good basketball, even if they haven't shown it nearly as much as of late. And UTEP, on the other hand, it's just a bad team offensively, not a good shooting team. Only a forty-eight point three effective field goal percentage on the season. They're also only hitting twenty-six point eight percent from beyond the arc. They're the second worst three-point shooting team in the entire nation. Not to mention, UTEP is the worst free throw shooting team in the entire nation only hitting 60.6 percent from the free throw line this season certainly not a team that you want in late game situations trying to cover a spread for you by any means um charlotte on the other hand you know has been pretty good from the free throw line 75.3 percent a top 50 team um, when it comes to free throw shooting this season and certainly the the lure for utep and you know the advantage they have in this game is going to be on the defensive side of things but i don't think it's quite as as big of a gap as it might look just on paper you know utep has had a great shot defense only giving up a 49 effective field goal percentage but charlotte's not terribly far behind only allowing a 49.8 effective field goal percentage um utep has been the better team though from the perimeter only allowing 30.9 percent from three charlotte uh, has given up 35.9 percent from beyond the arc. but wondering that charlotte has actually been the better team on the defensive side of things is rebounding wise charlotte has been great on the defensive glass the 10th best defensive rebounding team in the entire nation this season, pulling down 77.3% off the defensive glass. UTEP, while they've been overall good on the defensive side of things, haven't been nearly as good of a rebounding team, only pulling down 71.4% off the defensive glass. Overall, yeah, Charlotte is obviously dealing with some injuries that have really affected them here in the past few games. But it's a UTEP team that offensively just isn't that great. They don't shoot the ball great. Um, and if Charlotte can can shoot the ball well and get things going early on in this game, I see no reason. They can't keep it close, can't keep it competitive, um, and then cover this spread down the stretch. Taking Charlotte plus three here against UTEP. Now, quickly, before we get into the second half of today's show, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hottipbest.com, got college basketball, NBA, NHL, NFL, UFC, and horse racing picks being posted up there every single day, so make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bits main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content being posted over there. Also, follow my personal accounts at Hot Tip Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all of that content, and as well as on Best where you can get early access to all of my picks and get a notification every single time that i place a bet and last but definitely not least for watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for thursday night and let's get into these final games next up on the car we're taking a look at the northwestern state versus texas a&m commerce game northwestern state comes into this game as the 300th overall team in the hot tibet power Ranking. texas a&m commerce is the 332nd overall team and you know if you haven't been paying attention to the southland these two teams have both had great seasons i mean obviously texas a&m commerce their first year in division one you know expectations maybe not super high and they certainly didn't start out the greatest you know a four and ten start going into conference play but since starting conference play in southland play have been a fairly strong team seven and three overall have won five of their last six games Uh, but northwestern state has also looked very very good this year in conference play eight and three overall have come into this game on a six game winning streak only one loss in their last nine really texas or northwestern state has been playing some very very good basketball and one just little note that's interesting about this matchup they're playing on thursday night here but these two teams also meet up again Um, at Northwestern State on Saturday so I don't know what that really means for the first game here, but just something interesting to, to definitely keep in mind about this game. And, and overall, it's a Northwestern State team that offensively has been a, a fairly good shooting team this season. A 50.5 effective field goal percentage. They're hurting 37% from beyond the arc. Demarcus Sharp has been a really good scorer for this team, 17.1 points per game for him. Offensively, Northwestern State is certainly at an advantage in this game because, um, albeit while Texas a&m Commerce has been winning games, offensively speaking and just shot quality wise, they're not the best team in the world they're they're solid in the paint you know overall a 50.9 effective field goal percentage um, but from the perimeter they've struggled a bit hitting 30.7 percent from beyond the arc defensively speaking um, northwestern state has also been a very very good team especially in the turnover department northwestern state is forcing turnovers on 21.4 percent of their opponent's possessions, the 44th best team in the entire nation, Texas A&M Commerce only forcing turnovers on 18% of their opponent's possessions. Offensively, Northwestern State has also been the better team holding on to the basketball, only turning it over on 17.4% of their possessions. Texas A&M Commerce turning it over on 19% of theirs. Overall, it is two teams who so have been playing very, very good here in Southland play. But the advantage that Northwestern State has on the offensive side of things, I think is just too big to ignore going into this game. I think because of that, um, they're able to to run up and down the court, score some points in this game, um, and I think ultimately they cover this spread. Taking Northwestern State minus two here against Texas A&M Commerce. And now we head to the West Coast Conference for the final game of the day. We got San Francisco taking on Gonzaga. San Francisco comes into this game as the 73rd overall team in the high Tibet power ranking. Gonzaga is the sixth overall team. And, you know, these two teams, when they met the first time earlier in the season, it was a, a game that gave Gonzaga a lot of trouble. You know, at San Francisco in that game, it was a game that San Francisco led at the half and ultimately a game that they only ended up losing by two points. Really a very competitive showing. Now, obviously, Gonzaga, Gonzaga coming off of the the St. Mary's loss um, last Saturday. Who knows how they're going to look in this game and certainly 14 and a half points is a lot in this one and and shooting wise offensively Gonzaga is just as good as they've always been a great shooting team once again this season a 57.2 effective field goal percentage on the season and they're also hitting 38.1% from beyond the arc. Obviously Drew Timmy having a great season once again for this Gonzaga team Um, but offensively speaking it's not like San Francisco's been a horrible team. i mean sure they've only won four games in west coast conference play um but just strictly statistically speaking wise San Francisco has not done a bad job shooting the basketball. Only a 53.4 effective field goal percentage, and they're hitting 35.9% from beyond the arc. You know, overall, it's a San Francisco team that also has some shot scores, even if they're not necessarily up to the caliber um, of what Gonzaga has done this season. But for as good as the Gonzaga offense has been this season, their real downfall has obviously come on the defensive side of things. They're just not nearly as strong defensively as we've seen here in the past few seasons. You know, 81st in defensive efficiency that's not a Gonzaga stat line we are used to seeing their shot defense has just not been good this season giving up a 51.7 effective field goal percentage on the year and they're allowing 34.6% from beyond the arc San Francisco on the other hand has had a fairly strong defense and it was a big reason why they were able to to shut down some of those Gonzaga opportunities in the first meeting San Francisco has held their opponents to a 48.2 effective field goal percentage on the season and they're only allowing 32.1% from beyond the arc now obviously Gonzaga coming off of a loss um, is certainly not a spot you want to be meeting up especially you know going to the kennel um, playing in Spokane it's not going to be an easy game for this San Francisco team but as a San Francisco team that we saw keep it close against Gonzaga earlier in the season you know throughout West Coast Conference play we've seen San Francisco stay in some of these games and not be the worst team in the world even though they only have four wins on the season I think we see the same thing here from this San Francisco team I think they keep it close um, taking them plus four fourteen and a half here against Gonzaga.